0: Welcome to Adjust Your Life, an integrative health podcast about you and your overall wellness with Dr. Tim Dooley and Dr. Patrick O'Brien. The content in this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Adjust Your Life podcast, starring
0: the Pat O'Brien, and the, the Dr. Pat O'Brien. Oh, yeah, you got to say that. Yeah, I know. Dr.
1: Tim Dooley over here in the corner. Today's podcast is What Is Your Back Pain Telling You? And we're going to discuss the three most common types of back pain that one may suffer. As there's lots th- of different types. You just cut me off.
0: I, well, we're gonna, we're having a conversation. There's lots
1: of different types, but we're going to talk about the three that are most common that typically you'll notice or pick up on the weekend or when you're uh, when you're unavailable to come into the office in a quick, you know, orderly fashion, so the, what ones do you want to go over?
0: Well, before we go into it, let's. The purpose of this is to help you differentiate what types of pain you're having, so that you know maybe the the right approach. As he just said, if you can't get into a doctor's office, um, so in case you tell me you have a pinched nerve and in reality you don't, let's let's mm-hmm. let's have an idea of of ways to manage this on your own. So. Three most common types. Uh, let's start with me- one of them that is we know as mechanical pain. Mechanical being uh, like it's muscular, it's spelled soft spelled. tissue. Um, you get like joint problems. Joint problems meaning like things are maybe a little stuck or just not moving smoothly like they were in the past. So
1: And this one doesn't necessarily need a mechanism. Like you're not you know playing in a backdoor football game and you fall down and hurt yourself. This is something that can be happening from... Sitting too long, like sitting too long doing a podcast or sitting too long doing a job, <laughs> something yeah. like that.
0: And then you go to sit down for too long, you stand up and you can't stand mm-hmm. all the way up because you're super tight. Yet yeah, mechanical or overuse could be something where you're, you know, I him and I have a strong history with playing sports. So, you know, I'm feeling more mechanical pain at 38 than I probably would have had I had not played sports. Just from just wear and tear in the joints. So, yeah,
1: And a common one would be like, yeah, if you just went out there today and started playing basketball with your kid and you didn't notice anything, and then later at night you're like, oh, uh, yep. uh, that that is mechanical back pain.
0: Far and away the most common. Mm-hmm. Ha- I mean, it has to be far and away the most common. And, yeah. and every single person, regardless if you admit it or not, are all going to have some sort of mechanical pain somewhere in your body at some point in your life.
1: Mm-hmm. And we typically, in the office, will label this as mechanical back pain, facet syndrome, chronic facet syndrome, acute Facet syndrome, um, or what we call this, like weekend warrior type of yep. uh, type of back pain. And the presentation will typically be mornings and evenings. You'll be, oh, you have a t- little trouble sleeping, rolling over. Um, very effective treatment. Uh, chiropractic, obviously, this is like number one our like wheelhouse right here. And Definitely. That it also associates with no leg pain, no extremity pain, no weakness, no limping, just a general soreness, general tightness when you go to get up typically will feel better in the afternoon when you 're nice and warm and moving around, and typically feels worse in the morning and
0: evening, yeah moving around stretching usually will help to alleviate a lot of those symptoms. you know being in a seated position all day long is not going to help with these kind of conditions a lot of times these are conditions let 's be honest will Will's with time, just resting can go away. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but that, you know, with chiropractic, some of these cases, they don't, you come into a chiropractor to open up those joints that are thus otherwise not moving, or you want to expedite the process and get better faster.
1: Definitely. And then, you know, nobody's immune to this one. Everybody's going to have some form of mechanical back pain throughout their lives. And, you know, I had it last week. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm the one treating it all the time, so I got treatment myself, and it's all fine now. And
0: you got people that go get massages, you know, monthly, weekly. Uh, you have, you're have you having mechanical neck pain or mid-back pain or lower back pain because that's a muscular problem mm-hmm. for a number of things, from being seated too long, like I said, your ergonomics, your posture, things like this. So really hard to dodge, um, especially if you're an active person, but you need to be active on top of that to maintain that from getting worse So what's well. the
1: presentation like when you – if someone has this on the weekend, what are they going to feel like? Or what are they going to look like when they're moving around?
0: I, I think a lot of people come in, it's it's a lot of times for me. For example, if it's a neck, a little bit, a lot of asymmetry. They'll have like restriction on moving their head to the right versus the left, or range of motions decrease, meaning you can't flex as far as you used to. Uh, that's that kind of came on pretty quick. Usually, there's a culprit. Hey, what happened? Um, a lot of people will say, "Oh, I just started hurting." It's not always the case. A lot, and the majority of the time, it's going to be, "Oh, I." was out doing yard work or I, you know, I was throwing a baseball or, you know, whatever it was with my kid. Um, and then it's just causing them to catch up. Doing a lot of movements that your body's otherwise not used to doing. And then it causing a lot of muscle soreness, muscle tightness, joint restriction, joint tightness. A lot of people just say they feel stuck. They feel mm-hmm. they feel stiff. I think stiff's probably the number one word I hear.
1: And things to avoid, what, what do we got for them? Like, you know, obviously things to avoid are sitting down too long, doing nothing for too long, getting what I would say cold. Um, Leaning backwards is also going into extension will probably irritate it a little bit. And then, you know, pretty much that's that's pretty much. Yeah, I
0: think that just not continuing to do movements that hurt it. Yeah. Um, But if you're like, if I'm hurting, like, let's say, let's say I went for a jog and I'm super sore the next day. Well, the mechanical type pain, my spine might be tight, my muscles might be tight. But if I go for another jog immediately, it's going to start hurting. But if I slowly ease into it and start running, I actually may start to feel better. It's yeah. going to loosen back up again. So it, it's things that will go away, even though you might be recreating that. If it starts to improve, that's that's a good sign. That's considered more mechanical. And that's what he had said about like heat. Warming it up is going to be a good idea for mm-hmm. it to, to kind of mobilize the joint. Mobilization is going to be crucial. Um, but there are there are one of the other two back pains we're going to list here. There's going to be another time where we're going to suggest ice is more of a culprit mm-hmm. uh, to fix the problem. You
1: see a lot with this golfers, like when they go out and haven't golfed in months and months, and they go out and swing – a <laughs> hundred times <laughs> golfers and
0: yes and a lot of a lot of guys that play softball like yes, softball and teams and, and you know girls and guys that those are going to be that, that repetitive rotational twisting maneuver over and over and over you might not feel at the day of usually how i would say i would say that's the best way to explain it. you're not going to necessarily feel yeah. it at the moment it's going to be once things settle down you go to sleep and you wake up and you're like oh my gosh what yeah. on earth
1: and recommendations before you come in for treatment that would be you know just you know, heat, ibuprofen, stretching a little bit. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. It's just kind of nothing is going to quickly get rid of that one. That, that's a time thing.
0: And, and you know, we, we did a podcast that it talks about all the different tools you can do at home mm-hmm. and ways to treat your back pain uh, that could be associated with mechanical pain, which we're talking about. Sure. And you can use Theragun and BioFreeze and, and, you know, ibuprofen if you need, if so be it. There, there's a number of things you can do to, to treat these, and this essentially what those things are made for. Yeah. So yeah, there's a number of number of treatments for that. But the other types of back pains we're going to discuss. I was going to say that that different. one's
1: probably the most common of the three most common. Yes. All right, <laughs> definitely. All right. Yes. Second one. What do you want to do next?
0: The second one, let's go into let's let's do we're going to do sprain strain. And what that means is is when you hear sprain strain, that means sprain you sprain a ligament, you strain a muscle. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm running a sprint and I pull my hamstring. muscle. I strain my muscle. Whereas if I twist my ankle, I don't strain my ankle. I sprain my ankle cause I sprain the ligaments. So that's an acute injury and acute. If for those of you don't know, that means means like it just, just happened, came on quick onset. There's a moment of, uh, of happening when it just occurred right from the get go. So that's going to be a different approach. Um, the yeah. presentation, how would you say people present if it's like, ba- let's talk about low back pain.
1: strain, sprain, low back pain. Um, what you're going to do is going to be some form of mechanism with this one. Like you went to lift something. You went to grab something and move it. You went to throw something. What your presentation is going to be here with a lower back is you're going to feel good usually bending forward and stretching. You know, oh, that feels fine, feels fine. And then when your hands are on your knees and try to go back up, you have a very difficult time going back up. That is almost 100% of the time, going to be a strain, sprain oh. injury.
0: And as you said, that there's a there's a mechanism. So like if you're playing golf, you're fine all day, and then the next morning you hurt. It's mechanical. Whereas with a sprain strain, you're, you're swinging right a drive away. and you feel immediate pain. That's for that's the, not mechanical.
1: The Classic. Oh, you shouldn't have done that one.
0: Yep, yep. And I or I quote threw my back out or whatever, and it's just. <laughs> It's definitely a pulled muscle, or you you ligaments in the joints in the spine, for that matter. Ligaments just connect two bones together; they kind of keep them in place. Mm-hmm. They stabilize it. So you kind of stretched out and changed that relationship between that ligament. So when you
1: have that feeling, what are you supposed to do? That's what we should.
0: So at that point, when to. you sprain your ankle, I say this hundreds of times of patients: If I sprain my ankle, you don't put in a bucket of hot water. You put in a bucket of cold water, right? Hot water is not heat's not going to be necessarily your friend to get initially mm-hmm. when you right when you get hurt because that's going to add potentially more inflammation it's going to it's we want to limit the inflammation to improve um, re, uh, not the swelling and mm-hmm. prevent the swelling from getting too bad and it it helps with the healing process if you catch it earlier so ice uh cold therapy cryotherapy all those things are going to be something you're going to want to get on from the get go and
1: this one's really pay attention to it like you need to pay attention to this one you can't don't I mean, force past it like don't try to stretch it oh yeah don't try to go do something. This is you pay attention to this one. And the key thing is, literally, if you can't bend yourself back up, you need to pay attention to it. Uh, you know, like you were saying, ice is usually effective. Um, ibuprofen would be a good choice here. Um, you know, less movement, <laughs> trying to prevent the same movement you just did. Let it heal. You know, that, that. and
0: I think there's something to be said about just listening to your body. Like you're gonna know. Like I said something about earlier about running, going for a jog and being sore, and then the next day I go for a jog and it loosens up again. Well, that's mechanical. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're going to know that it's you a sprain strain. Like you can't on this one. Yeah, there's yeah. no way. You're gonna, if you pull something, you're, you're yeah. not getting out there and loosening it up.
1: Yeah, and I try to tell folks with this one, you know, it's usually about a one- to two-week situation. You know, the younger you are, the closer you are to one. The older you are, the closer you are to two weeks. Um, very effective treatment we do in here for it. You know, I just had a guy in here recently. And it was nine days. He was back to normal. Um, from a sprain strain. From a sprain sprain. Yeah, yeah. and there's
0: cases like car accidents. It can it, even it, be longer than that. Months. Yeah.
1: Months. And they sprain more and more and more things. Um, what not to do? Let's talk about what not to do. With that one, you do not want to get on an inversion table.
0: No, because an inversion table is meant to stretch your spine out. What when you do that? It's stretching the ligaments. And if you already just sprained the ligaments, you're just you're gonna get doing it over again.
1: You're gonna get a major rebound. Do not do that one. Um, I, I think I, what Doctor Lee really said is
0: limiting the limiting the ranges of motion when you when you sprain something or strain something your ankle swells up or whatever Mm -hmm. it is you have swelling anywhere the body's doing that to protect it from moving further um it's that's what the purpose of swelling is is to prevent it's it's trying to immobilize the joint so making it continue to move is really not suggested or if it is it's not going to be something you're going to do at least for the first couple days yeah, until it gets more what we call more of a subacute phase where it's like now you start to do more physical therapy with it but you need to you need to listen to your body so i
1: just get in a comfortable position yeah. lay low for a while and this is the one i i still try to tell folks to get up every 20 minutes and move around but don't do anything vigorous um I, another classic sign with this one is the when you fall asleep you wake up you wake up every single time you want to roll over yeah that's that's like number one right there for me.
0: I think it, it sprain strain. It's like if I'm if I do that and I have to bend down to pick something up, it's one of those things where you have to be more consciously aware about mm-hmm. like like I need to, I need to abdominally brace or flex muscles or do something to protect uh, it from getting worse, uh, so that when I go bend forward, I'm not going to compromise that situation. So you need to like think through things before you do certain movements so that you don't potentially injure it further. Yep. Uh, if you have a sprain strain and you got to sneeze, I would suggest. Holding on to something, embracing, because when you sneeze, or that's going to light you Yeah, gonna, yeah you keep your you can't eyes sneeze open. Yeah, can with your eyes open. There you go. Perfect. So done. So Fixed. if you're listening
1: to this podcast right now and you have this <laughs> one right here, this injury, then you need to lay low, ice it, yep. rest it, and uh, maybe some ibuprofen. All right. Number three, this would be the one that's – this one's not good.
0: <laughs> it's not good, but it's important to – this one's so – I think this one's fooled – To think that that people think they have one or the other two Mm -hmm. or the vice versa. And and this one would be a disc problem or a pinched nerve per se, which can cause back pain. But honestly, with that comes extremity pain, pain, which means like leg or arm pain.
1: So talking about lower back in this situation, if you have a disc herniation or a disc injury, you're going to have one or the other or both things going on with your legs. Inability to walk with a full step you're limping you can't use your leg the way you want to yep. are first things that come to mind for me
0: yeah i mean i look at it like this like if you if you're picking up something heavy and or there's a lot of compression it smashes down and you disc ruptures out or it herniates or bulges or whatever and it bumps into a nerve N- those nerves in your our spine control basically two main things one they control sensory function which is your ability to feel things and the other side is the is the motor functions your ability to send a signal from the brain to the spine down the leg to contract the muscle. Mm-hmm. So if you have a significant pinched nerve or whatever, sciatica, whatever you want to call it, a lot of times you're going to see weakness or it feels like you can't move a muscle like you like the other side. So you're going to look at differences there. Or, as he said, and I would say more commonly, is going to be what we call paresthesia. Sometimes I refer to it as radiculopathy. It means like a pinched nerve causing pain to travel along a pathway, mm-hmm. and it's going to make it feel like maybe – you feel numbness, tingling. Maybe you feel like a prickly feeling. Maybe you feel like there's water flowing down your leg yep. or so, there's a num- burning, like a, like a electric pain, a burning pain. There's a number of ways to describe this, mm-hmm. but usually it's, I personally have dealt with this. A lot of people will come in and say like, I don't really have a ton of back pain, but I have this gnawing pain on my hamstring. And the, any new doctor maybe is going to be like, oh, you got a hamstring problem. I strained your ha- your, ham- your hamstring. The reality is, is a lot of times it can be a nerve impingement that's just r- affecting the nerves to the hamstring. Mm-hmm. So it, it, at that point, that's when you're going to need to have an exam to figure out what that situation is. How, how would you say a patient, what's a good way for them to, if they're not having those or if they're having limited findings of those, what's a, would you think there's an at home way to, to check this? Check for a this? disc injury? I mean, it's like, I have some maybe suggestions that, that could be done. I think the best
1: like, thing to do is to sit on the edge of a bed that's or was something say. and try to straighten the leg that's affected. If you can straighten that all the way out, Um, that's good. If you cannot, then you likely have something going on with that nerve. Yeah, if if you're doing it's the
0: easiest way, and it's actually an orthopedic test. So, like if you're doing like a if you're stretching your hamstring, like just leaning forward, stretching your hamstring. If you have a disc problem and you go to stretch your hamstring, you're one. You're not going to be able to go as far as Mm -hmm. you are on the bad side versus the good side, but you're gonna you're gonna feel pain essentially in the lower back or the butt or whatever region way sooner than you would in actual stretch of the hamstring. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, like I said, it's worth a big tested to determine the difference on that. So there, that's one way. Um, another way to, uh, to do that, and depending on what that is, is like, just again, tech, just your muscle, you know, your muscle uh, testing, um, doing different things. A lot of people have problems going up on their toes or going up on their heels depending on the you know the severity of the situation or whatever it is but there's ways to
1: you can't lift your foot that'd be the number yeah, number one also. that would
0: be that, I mean that definitely that, that's that foot drop can be a significant finding but the the key at that point is is figuring out what it is if it's kind of unrelenting you can't seem to get comfortable actually now that we're speaking through it, Let's say I have a herniated disc on my right L5, which is the lowest part of your your spine, uh, on the lumbar spine. If it's off to the right, and it's causing pain in my leg. If I'm to now lean to the left and lean away from that where that disc is bulging, essentially, physiologically, I'm taking some pressure off that disc because I'm leaning away from it. So if you can like put yourself in a position and take tension off and you notice improvement, that's a good sign. If I can lean towards the disc that hurts and it pinches it more, you're going to notice an increase with this. So sometimes you can positionally get into a spot that might benefit you uh in some cases you can't depends on how the disc moves
1: you have to entalgically lean one way and you stay that way and you know that to this to this one too you find a comfortable position and try to stay in it and i I tend to tell folks the best thing for this one is like a recliner something to put you in and take the pressure off that Uh, what i wanted to say also about this was the um difference between this one and the other two is this one you can have a mechanism or you may not have one you know, you can just be standing and some, something that's will true. happen below a disc or sneezing and this could cause it. Or you can have a physical problem where you – a mechanism where you got hit by something or fall down a stair or do something. I would that's say – it's tricky. It is tricky. And there's – there that's so there's, there's no explanation for it and it comes out of nowhere, I would lean towards this one.
0: It, definitely. And it, it's, it's something that you're going to – it's not going to just go away. A lot of times it's going to become annoying. It's going to last, mm-hmm. last and last. eventually you're going to be like, I got to do something about this. Whereas – the mechanical pains, the sprain strains, typically are going to get better relatively quick in comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, the the disc problems that you have uh, could be, there's different types of discs, right? A Bulge, protrusion, herniation, things like this. Usually herniation, protrusion, more so herniation is going to be more like an aha moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had a mechanism that happened. Whereas a bulge can be a aging process. It can be degenerative mm-hmm. issues, and that can slowly bulge, meaning the disc is slowly, slowly, slowly migrating out. So it might just slowly creep up on you, which... Again, like you said, it doesn't have to necessarily be a mechanism. So yeah. it, it, it can be hard to isolate that.
1: Yep. And then, you know, things to do when you have this scenario before your appointment is, you know, you don't want to do too much because we need to evaluate the severity of it. Um, but, you know, this is a you know icing situation, a positional thing for you. Get into a position that feels the best. Don't stay in that position too much longer than 20, 30 minutes. Move around, use your ice, use your ibuprofen. Those are really the things that we. You talk about I those. find
0: that if like a lot of people would lay on their back pull their knees to their chest and just kind of in a hold flex position mm-hmm. a lot of times that helps to open up the the or bigger elements of the spine to taking pressure off the nerves.
1: a weightless environment you find yeah. a swimming pool you know get in that you know, you don't want to necessarily do the inversion table in this one either not yet until you know exactly the significance of it what type of you know, disc injury it is
0: and there's a number of treatments for this just because you have a herniated disc or whatever term or you sciatica which mm-hmm. for what it's worth sciatica could be one of multiple nerves Mm -hmm. that are pinched. So that's really not a specific diagnosis, but if that's indeed the case, like don't people like freak out and think they're going to have to go have surgery and all these things. There's so many therapies that can be done, uh, to remedy this. And, uh, some of those therapies that, you know, outside of what you can do at home can be, you know, chiropractic in the right, in the right atmosphere, right? Environment can take tension off the spine. Um, doing decompression therapy, which is once we know that what it is, which is mm-hmm. this type of stretch table in this office can take, it's, it's made for this kind of condition. Um, there's things, physical therapy, which very much can be beneficial for, especially for people that are not currently yep. working out a lot, can help to stabilize the abdomen, which takes tension off the spine. Um, and then, you know, like people, in worst case scenarios, they go and have to go to, you know, pain management, they have to get, you know, epidural injections, but those are usually like end of the road. There's plenty yeah. of other conservative things to do first. Yeah
1: you know so you know these are just the three most common types there's obviously plenty of other ones but we wanted we felt it was important to know you know if you know one of these three is happening to you these are some things to do Uh, the good news for you is we treat all three of these in our office on a regular every day daily daily basis so if you have any of these three feel free to come in make an appointment and we'll work you up Uh, I think that's pretty much it for the three right now right you have anything else to say
0: no, I think this. if you don't know, come see us I, with the utmost confidence. Him and I, I, I can say within two minutes, I'm going to be able to tell you what the problem is. It's pretty mm-hmm. dang quick. You just have to go over a couple of the exam findings. But absolutely, yeah. something we can definitely help you out with.
1: All right, guys. Thanks for listening and hope to see you soon. Uh, visit our website to see some uh, video demonstrations of some of the things we talked about today. Have a good one.
0: Thanks for listening. See you guys.